Welcome to Peace of Authenticity for the Remnant. We are so excited that you chose to spend your time with us today. A Remnant is a peace that remains. This is a podcast for the Remnant rising in this hour. The Remnant is a group of people who seek Jesus like it's their last hope because he is. In this podcast, we encourage, equip, and champion you to rise up and take a stand for Christ in the world that we live in. What's going on, Peace of Authenticity followers? Welcome back. We are very excited to have our friend back again, um, and hopefully back more times, but we'll talk about that later. More times. Um. Yeah, but so this week's episode is a continuation of last week's episode where we talked about the the foundation of dream analysis and Mm -hmm. what Ezra does. But Ezra, welcome back to the podcast, sir. It's good to be here. Thank you for having me. We had a blast last week and yeah, we're just going to see what happened today. Thank yeah. you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Let's just see what happens. So, so, okay. So for anybody that's tuning in, this is your first podcast that you've ever watched of Peace of Authenticity. Um, my name is Aubrey. This is Jordan. And, and basically what we're trying to dive into, we reached out and we opened up the opportunity for people to send in their dreams mm-hmm. after last week. Uh, and Ezra kind of came in and gave us the the colors, the symbols, uh, everything that that goes along with a dream. Mm-hmm. And he kind of laid the groundwork for that. And so what we're going to do this week is really cool. I mm-hmm. hope that you're excited to be here because we had um, four, four different mm-hmm. dreams that came in. Uh, of people that that listen to the podcast and, and friends of ours that that wanted their dreams analyzed, and Ezra did it. He he used that <laughs> gifting that the Lord so graciously bestowed upon him, and he analyzed these dreams. And so we're just going to dive right in on this, and we're gonna we're just going to get started. Yes. So the first one is actually a voice recording from um, one of our listeners, and the other ones we'll actually read to you guys because it was sent through message. Yeah, okay. So this message. first one. Let me go ahead and play that. And then Ezra, you can talk a little bit about it once, once it gets played here. So I had this dream maybe two years ago, but I've never fully understood it. And maybe I don't know it at all. Anyways, I was on a beach um, and it was clearly an ocean. And I was in a long line of people that were training to be lifeguards. And um, I kept going underwater. I kept not obeying what the instructor was teaching us to do. I kept going underwater and doing flips. And finally, the instructor just said, okay, everyone, go pick up trash. Because he, he got angry at me that I wasn't following along and following direction. So I decided I would go pick up trash along the beach. And I was picking up a bunch of trash. I was picking up more trash than anybody else and working really hard at it. And finally, I picked up this piece of trash and uncovered paintbrushes. So I picked up the paintbrushes because I'm an artist. 
And I looked at them and I was like, wow, I, I love that. I found paintbrushes. I can have them. So I started looking through the paintbrushes and I started seeing people's names on them. And the people's names represented those paintbrushes that those artists use for winning pieces of art. So I was flipping through these um, contest winners or or artists that were kind of big names, I was assuming. And then I saw my name at the time. I saw my name on this paintbrush. And then, um, and that was it for that dream. But then God brought me back to the same exact beach in another dream, maybe two weeks after in my real life. And then I was on this beach in the same the same setting, but I was sitting along the shore and then um, somebody came walking up to me and they had a t-shirt on with my art on it and I said hey I designed that shirt and they said oh you did I don't think you did I bought it from this place so I designed the shirt but the guy didn't even know that I designed the shirt okay so so that was that was the first well I did yeah there were two in that one so yeah Ezra what did you get from our friend's dream there okay well we must remember um dreams are like fruit Mm -hmm. they dry out Mm. so when you go to walmart and um when we go to walmart and look at all the vegetables and fruit you know what you're looking at dead fruit all Mm. all all the fruit and vegetables are dead you say, why do you say that? Because once it cuts from the vine, it dies. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I said that to say this. If I would have met this lady two years ago, okay, and she, I would have come in contact with her. So I'm going to talk to her as though we're talking to her in 2019. Uh, if I would have got this dream. I would have said, okay, the name of this dream is Identification. God is wanting to give you your identification. It's not that you don't know who you are, but the Lord is wanting to bring some some spiritual alignment to your assignment. And Mm. your foundation need identification. Okay? So as I look at the dream, it says, I named it the ocean dream as well. It can have more than one or two titles. And ocean is symbolic to opportunity mm. free it's a free drink come to the ocean and drink as much as you want mm-hmm. it's free and so you look at the opportunity and she said it was a beach and so beach is relaxation mm-hmm. so a lot of times what i did i read this dream about uh three times i never analyze a dream uh i try not to because there's so much you can miss so i sought the lord and you know fasting and praying and laying before god and um, the more, believe it or not, the more you listen to the dream, the more insight you get because you close your eyes and you meditate and meditation leads to revelation. Yeah. And so as this lady here, God is wanting to give you your identification. He's wanting you to have a solid foundation. He's wanting to bring validation to you through the spirit of illumination. He's wanting to bring some uh, elevation through acceleration. Now, how is this going to happen? Is you're there for one reason, but look like you're just there to, uh, I think you enjoyed the bus ride because you're there supposed to be learning how to save lives and you're flipping, turning flips and it's having a good time. 
And I, I, I think, excuse me, you caught the wrong bus. You know, the, the circus group is the next lake over. We're trying to learn something. Excuse oh, me. Yeah. I'm just going to give her a name, Marilyn. Marilyn, okay, excuse me. You need to catch another bus out of here because we're trying to learn. I paid a lot of money for this class here, and you're goofing off, and you're a distraction. So then she gets everybody in trouble. But what about the people that want to learn? We didn't do anything. She's the only one, and she, she wrecks the whole beach. Now everybody got to go pick up trash. Okay, but she's happy. She's picking up more trash than anybody. Uh -huh. If you want to be a, a trash lady, go ask, go to work for the city. They got a lot of trash that need to be picked up. But no, you go to the beach and to the land of opportunity to turn flips. And so God is saying to you, Merlin, I'm just calling you Merlin because I don't know your name. But anyway, uh, it's not important. The less I know about you, the more I know about you. But anyway, um, we see here that as you are looking for trash, under the trash, there is paintbrushes. And so we see names on it. So what does names mean? identification mm -hmm. in order for you to have a strong foundation you have to have identification and uh, which brings validation so now we see that she's really interested she's picking up more trash than anybody because everybody you know why you know Marilyn why everybody's not picking up a lot of trash because we come here to learn how to save lives and we're not really excited about picking up trash and so she's God is giving her identity uh, right there in the midst of mm -hmm. picking this trash up. And she sees a paintbrush with her name on it. <gasps> hey, my name is doing this paintbrush. And so look at here, the scene changed. She's there the next week. And, 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 and some times have, have gone by. She's uh, got her identification, illumination. Now she's got art out there. She's written stuff, been creative. And this guy comes along with one of her signature uh, uh, art graph uh, shirts or whatever you want to call it uh -huh. and I'm like hey and 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 he's like you know like no you didn't do this you're not smart enough i got this at the mall <laughs> and i don't think so but what god is saying to uh this young lady in this dream is that the meaning of this dream he is wanting to confirm uh basically her identity hmm. you're not going to be confined to normal living uh, the big ocean, the big beach, uh, your expression. Basically, he's, 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 he's bringing happiness to you. He's bringing success to you. Um, what others have thrown away um, is your fortune. So another wow. man's junk is your treasure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so uh, you need to stay focused, you need to stay free, and let your mind continue to remain joyful and be creative in the Lord because he's wanting mm -hmm. to show you something in the midst of trash. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And we, um, every single person that put in a dream, we, we know pretty well. So that's, that's pretty awesome. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Now remember this was two years ago. Now I don't know where she's at right now, mm -hmm. but if she would have gave this to me, dreams are like fruit. Yeah. I would have told this right here. So mm -hmm. I don't know if it's relevant, uh, irrelevant right now, because we're talking about two years later. Yeah. And um, something that um, she actually did say uh, is that in her quiet time, when she's praying, the Lord brings a stream to her remembrance on a regular basis. So I don't know exactly 
what that would mean. But yeah, what, I do remember her saying that. Yeah. What, it, what does that look like, Ezra? Like, say, I mean, you have a dream from two years ago that you can't possibly forget. I mean, what, what does that normally look like in your experience? Does that look like, hey, until you figure out what this is, I'm not going to let you move on to the next season or, or what? Well, one of the Hebrew meanings for dream means to tie a knot. And so the kingdom of God, one of the places that I like to say the kingdom of God is right above your neighbor. Uh And so uh, if that thing is still tight and you can't get over it, you you wake up and you're still thinking about it, that means that it is not too late and you need to continue to pursue that. Uh, If a person had a dream two years ago and you missed it and nobody was there to uh, analyze that dream, and you don't feel no heat, the, nobody never put another log on the fire and you don't feel any passion or any mm-hmm. desire, you can count, uh, count it off. So it would just wow. probably depend on, excuse me, uh, if she have a uh, passion or desire mm. for that. Nice. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cause I bet a lot of people have thought that too because <clears throat> yeah. dreams will just stick to you and you keep thinking about them. Right. Yeah, for you sure. Know. All right, so let, yeah, yeah, let's move, let's move to the next one. Um, all right, so I'm just going to read this one, Ezra, and then and then you can take it from there. It says, so my dream, it was me, my husband, my daughter, and another little girl I felt was my daughter and my husband's great-grandmother. We were getting into a carriage, and we, and we were surrounded by different people in robes of different colors. I felt a little different. Uh, uh, I felt like different nationalities sending us off and they seem so joyful. Next thing I know, a clap of thunder happened so loud. I looked to Blake's grandma and she said, look, the battle of Armageddon has begun. I looked and the clouds were separating and there was the Lord on a white horse. I woke, I woke with my heart racing, thinking the rapture happened while I was asleep. Okay. Now, what we must remember, there's a lot of dream analysts out there okay and so i have had people to give someone a dream and they give them one analyzation and they bring it to me and say i just kind of want to hear what you got to say and then i give them a different twist and then they take it to a third person and then another person to give them a a, a different twist Mm -hmm. and so uh, as i looked at this dream and read it three or four times and as i meditated upon this um a lot of time, um, I don't know if I told you this because I talked to a lot of people throughout the country. Um, Sometimes to analyze a dream, you can just take the very first thing that happened, the first two or three words, and then the very last word. The first two or three words of the dream and then the last five or six words of the dream. And all that in the middle is kind of, kind of like filibusters. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so when they, when they sell something from the, uh, from the health store, you need to find out if you got a lot of fillers in it because, you know, so we're going to do this with this dream right here. We're not even just going to deal with none of the middle. We're just going to look at the beginning and look at the ending. And this mm-hmm. is my analyzation for this dream. Mm-hmm. So my dream, it was my husband, my daughter, and another girl I felt I felt like it was my daughter and my husband great-grandmother so um 
a husband, great grandmother, that mean, I'm, I'm assuming that she might be in heaven right now. I mean, I'm just not for sure. I mean, if he's like 60 and talking about a great grandmother, she would have to be over a hundred. You know what I'm saying? So we see that this is a future event right here. It goes from her, her husband, and we're kind of wondering if it's a daughter and somebody else. And then we go all the way to someone that's probably 110 years old if they were alive or 120. Now let's, let's look at the bottom of it. Okay. I woke with my heart racing, thinking the rapture had happened while I was asleep. So right after, right after that, if I just take the first and the last, I would say to this person, God is wanting you to experience a spiritual awakening in the Lord. Mm -hmm. uh, one that will bring a spiritual activation, identification, and acceleration in your life. This is what God is wanting for this lady. Mm -hmm. uh, God, I, I put in my notes here that God loves you and your family so much. So basically in a nutshell, uh, not getting too deep because a lot of people don't believe in the rapture. Uh, they say the rapture is not in the Bible. Uh, mm -hmm. Some people say, well, look at First Thessalonians, caught up and all that. And then people say, a lot of times people get the second, uh, the rapture mixed up with the second coming. Mm -hmm. uh, it's really confusing when you start thinking about the seven years. Some people believe in pre-trib and, and, and yeah. uh, mid-trib right. and post-trib. So there's folks, and you got scripture to support that he didn't take everybody out of the fire in the Old Testament. So what makes you think we are going to be privileged so none of that, I'm not hitting on that because, you know, one thing I, I do, I don't argue the Bible. Mm -hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm going to heaven and I don't know if the bus is going to be yellow or pink <laughs> yep. or green, but I know I'm saved and sanctified and filled with the mighty Holy Ghost. You know what I'm saying? And I'm ready. Amen. So, yeah. but anyway, for this dream to, 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 to analyze it and to sum it up without spending a lot of time, God is wanting this lady to have a spiritual experience in a canner mm -hmm. and awakening in her spirit that mm. will bypass her intellect, her emotions, her will, whoo, ha, and her soul. He wants to become Jehovah Jireh, wow. Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Shalom. Yes. And then everything else is going to work out. And whether the rapture is uh, when Jesus comes, she won't be left behind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Get wow. ready and stay. Let's go. Oh, that's amazing. No, I love it. Now we got Ezra Height up in here. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> I love it. Hmm. Okay. Well, are we ready for the next one? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. This one's called the dolphin dream. So I'll read this one, Ezra, and then you can go into what you got from this one. Um, so the dream started with me in the water of a very large pool and I was swimming with a dolphin. I was holding onto his fin and he was pulling me through the water. And then I was having him do tricks. Then Zach, my husband comes over to the edge of the pool and is telling me to get out of the water because it's dangerous. Then I tell him, no, I can do it. I'm a really good swimmer. And then I woke up. Okay. What I, what I teach people in my workshops, when you wake up in a dream or from a dream, that's where you are supposed to start in real life. I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let that soak in. Mm. I want to repeat that again. I want to make sure I understand that whatever part, because a lot of time God don't allow us to finish dreams. And sometimes if you do have a dream, you don't remember all of it. Um, a lot of time when, when you're a kid, uh, children's is like 13, 14 or 10, they, they have flying dreams. 
they feel like they can fly and, and, and they fly in the sky. Uh, also, uh, small children can, if they're having a nightmare, they got a spiritual remote control, they pull out their pocket and say, I don't like this. And they flip it. Now they're in the Bahamas. Um, I always tell people, don't try to control your dreams. Let it happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a sister that she always knew when somebody was going to die because the casket would be open and it would just roll by real slowly. Wow. And when it get in front of her, she'd look over there and say, mm, Mrs. Johnson is going to die. Wow. And a lot of us have different gifts and talents and abilities. And so never try to control your dream from mm-hmm. one scene to the next. Don't want to do that. So this mm-hmm. lady wakes up from this dream. So what God is saying to you, he's telling you that the dolphin equals fun, fast. They're fun, fast, and friendly. They're easily to get along. They are Mm -hmm. very intelligent. Bullet number two, uh, she was holding on to the fins, which means maneuvering and keeping the pace. She -hmm. was in position. I love this about this lady. The only way that you can have fun with the dolphin, you got to stay in position. Can't be distracted. Can't look over here and try to wave like this and all that. Got to keep your hand in position and with a firm grip or the dolphin is going to leave you in the dust mm-hmm. and you in the water. Okay, number, <laughs> bullet number three. And, I'm, and these are the symbols and, I, and I'll get to the meeting here. I'm just going through it. Uh, bullet number three, you're teaching the dolphins to do tricks, which means she's a great communicator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good for this lady. Yeah. A lot of women can learn from her. You know what I'm saying? I am. Okay. <laughs> Zach, on the, uh, Zach is her husband. Okay. Yes. Hello, Zach. Zach, concern is equals a need of positive communication. Mm. rather than holding her back he needs to go over and say hey babe what you doing (laughs) doing?" and he he needs to let her give him her answer what she's doing you he see what she's doing but sometimes we see our our wives cooking uh hamburger helper and we'll and it's just a men thing we come and say what what are you fixing and sometimes women's a real smart duh (laughs) <laughs> you not see hamburger helpers can't you see that at the last three days but it's just we, that's just the way we communicate we ask stuff that we know we just want some validation don't call us stupid we're not a jack wagon it's just that we see stuff and we ask silly questions but anyway so zach just uh, god is wanting him to have some positive communication um the next bullet says swimming is spiritual and it means you are uh striving to perfection the next bullet say meaning uh of the of the dream i've given you the symbols now what what does this dream Mm -hmm. mean it means uh that trying to read my (laughs) i think i made the print too small (laughs) i made the print too small next time i'm gonna try to put that as a 12. I think I got right. 10. Oh, no. 10. 10 is tiny. Yeah. yeah. Can you read that for me? Yeah. Yeah. It says meaning of the dream is you and Zach can come together and be a very powerful team. That's it. Now, what the next one say? Uh, positive communication. Okay. The next one. And then it says working together. 
the next one. Mm -hmm. And then it says mapping out a path with the least resistance. What's the last one? It says be a team working together for the family to be one. And this is what this dream is all about. The lady is exploring and exercising and teaching. And God is wanting that to uh, mm. don't get in and be so harsh, but ask questions, babe, what's going on? There mm -hmm. we go. Mm. That's so good. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Okay. okay so here, so here we go. This is the last one. Yeah. Which they're little yeah. dreams, you know, there's yeah, a few. So, yeah. So for anybody that's listening to this next one, you know, it's, it's important that you know that this is like three dreams in one. And so uh, Ezra kind of broke them down into, into the three dreams that they were, but this is actually titled snake dreams. Um, so how should we do this one? Ezra should Aubrey just read like that first little part of dream number one, and then you go through it and then kind of back and forth or how should we do that one? This is your show and I'm okay. with you. However you want to do it, you just go for it. So, okay. so we'll do, I'll just read dream number one and then whenever you, then you go, go and then I'll read dream number two and go and then three and we'll just kind of go back okay. and forth like that. That'll work. Perfect. All right. So here's, here's dream number one. I was running in a huge field and in the field were tons of snakes. Every snake in the field was coiled up. I don't mess with snakes, but I continued to run in the direction I was going. As I was running, I began to jump over the snakes run around the snakes and dodge them however I could. As I was running around them, the snakes began to come out of their coil as I passed them in the field. I woke up as all this was happening. Okay. Normally, there's a positive meaning for snakes. God gives us dreams of snakes. And why God will give you a dream of a snake is sometime when we get relaxed and not doing our devotion, not reading our Bible, not fasting, mm -hmm. he'll let you dream of a snake to let you know, hey, wake up and uh, get back on the straight and narrow path. Mm -hmm. um, so there's positive and negative meanings about snakes. And so, but this, this meaning right here, anytime uh, a person is running in a dream, that is a person's lifestyle. So, mm -hmm. uh, so we're gonna say lifestyle is, is running. Okay, the feel is, is this person's territory. Feel is a representation of the person's arena, mm. the church. Uh, there, there, there's, there's five categories where when I analyze dreams, it's for me to point you in the right direction and sometimes give you the information. Now, these are the five areas that we mostly have issues. Number one is in our home for such as like you and your wife, you have dreams. Uh, and so some of your dreams are are pointed and related to your home life, okay? Mm -hmm. Number two, your family life, which is your in-laws and sister-in-laws and cousins, okay? Mm -hmm. The third category is your job, your place of employment, okay? Number four is uh, your church, your church family. That's mm -hmm. why a lot of people don't go to church because there's a lot of drama in churches. And, and I always tell people, you don't have to go to church to be a Christian, but I just go to church because I am a Christian. But mm -hmm. I'm here to say, tell you, people who are going to church, you had better keep your eyes on Jesus because there's a lot of distractions in churches. Mm -hmm. That's free. Okay. And <laughs> That's then free. The fifth, <laughs> I love the fifth it. category would be, um, um, and like I was telling you, Zach, I really need to write some of this stuff down because I keep a lot of this stuff <laughs> 
uh, in my mind. I just call wow. you Zach. You know? Yeah, that's fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> Your name is not Zach. That's okay. I'm sorry. Okay. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about Zach, so. Okay. Uh, okay. God, God bless Zach. Okay. Yeah. But, Amen. But, but, but the fifth one would, would be, uh, it. hopefully it'll come to me here in a minute, but, but I, I can't remember right now. Mm-hmm. But anyway, those four categories is, is where a lot of the dreams, uh, where we have the issues at. So this particular person here is uh, the field is the life. The snakes is is a representation of opposition, uh, adversity, mm-hmm. and issues. I'm here to tell you that's a big list. There's there's not a whole lot that deals within that area, mm-hmm. outside of that area. A coral snake is a biting snake. Mm-hmm. Okay, a snake that's stretched out. A lot of time they don't pose a threat to you, but when he's coral, he's in position to leap and some of them can leap five feet, seven feet, depending on what type of snake. So this person right here is in danger right now mm. because he's around a bunch of snakes just in position. And so uh, the first dream deals with that. Then it, it goes on to say that uh, he continues to run in the direction. Uh, he continues to run. Um, the second part of that says he began to jump over snakes. Okay, he began to run around snakes and he began to dodge them as I could. And so basically uh, the the, the gist of this dream and the the positive information I want to give him would be uh, commit to Jesus. Uh, There's a saying, submit to the Lord. No, no, uh, submit to the Lord and resist the devil and he shall flee from you. Mm-hmm. So if you're not going to submit, resistance don't help. Yep. Hello. <laughs> yeah. If you have one intention of submitting, why are you resisting? You have mm-hmm. to have A plus B plan. Res- submit and resist and the devil will flee from you. Now, what does that mean, flee? The devil have two choices. He can either run or he will be trampled over. Mm-hmm. Is what the Bible says. Woo, my glory. Mm-hmm. I think it's over in the book of St. Luke. Woo, that no mm-hmm. weapon, ah, my God, that no weapon formed against us. Yes. It says that over in the book of Isaiah, but the devil have two choices. You either run or you be trampled over because he gives us power over all Amen. the power of the enemy. Woo! Mm. Oh, yes. And we will make a path through the devil. Mm. Let's go. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I pray that God will give this brother tenacity. Yes. And let him stop working around, uh, stop walking and 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 and, and uh, walking around opposition and get in the game. And, he, and, and go headstrong. Mm. I'm done. Because mm. I get worked up, man. I, I, I don't know when that. <laughs> hey, it's That's good. okay. That's all right. Okay, it. so here we go. Dream number two. I was having lunch with a friend, and we were sitting in a booth. I don't know who the friend was. I remember the booth being in a corner. I look up, and on the ceiling is a white snake that was coiled up. I look on the ground, and it's a dark snake that's a dark gray snake coiled up. The dark gray snake comes out of his coil and lunges at me. I wake up with every with a very violent jerk. It was so violent, I almost fell out of my bed. This is a repeat of the first dream. Uh, remember I was telling you about a horse? Is a horse? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he find out what arena he's in. So this one here is no different than the first one. A snake still have the same uh, meaning. 
but this one here is, um, uh, he says this one here, he's, he's having lunch. Anytime you see lunch, write this down. Anytime you are dealing with lunch, we're talking about fellowship. Mm. We cannot have a meeting without lunch. Okay. Let's, yeah. go have, let's go grab a bite to eat. <laughs> well, what are we going to talk about? Well, can you just tell me here in the parking lot? No, nah, let's go grab a, a donut. Let's go have a cup of coffee. Let's go get mm -hmm. a Coke. So it lets me know that this person is having fellowship with some of these people. It's people that he is close related oh, with. Wow. You see what I'm saying? It's different wow. from the first one, you know, the whole arena. But it tells me that these are some of the close people that, that know him by name. People that probably have access to his car or his house or that he go, you know what I'm saying? And so wow. basically he just really need to um, uh, surrender to God. Okay. So, so uh, Ezra in, in that dream, the, the do does like the color of the snakes have any significance at all? Yes. Color and snakes, all those uh, are irrelevant. Um, a gray snake, basically there are certain places where there's gray dirt. So they, uh, if a gray snake is in, is in uh, white sand, he sticks out. Mm -hmm. But the snake being gray, uh, dark gray, which means that if you take a dark gray snake and put him in a dark gray ground, he doesn't blend in, which means that the dark gray, and that's a good question because I wasn't going to hit that. Mm -hmm. uh, there's so much information here. Is, is, but since you asked, I'll tell you, it's, it's, a, it's a symbolization that, He's connected to some people that he know, this friends that's taking advantage of him. Mm. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. Okay, yeah. Let's get into. It. Okay, so here's here's the the third dream yes. within a dream. It's kind of like Inception, except <laughs> I, you know I, I feel bad. I feel bad for this dude because like I hate snakes oh. and all of his dreams seem to have <laughs> different kinds of snakes in them. So here we go. Dream number three. It was a huge, and he put all caps, like huge. So this thing was like like off huge. Aladdin when Jafar <laughs> turns into the big snake, I guess. It was a huge black cobra looking snake coiled up and staring at me. This dream was in first person view. The huge black cobra snake was coiled up, but coming out of the coil and lunged at me, I woke up from that immediately, I guess. So mm -hmm. Okay. So now we have a cobra. Yeah. It went from a field full of all sorts of different yeah. snakes to mm -hmm. then it's it's a it's a white snake and a gray snake. And then now finally this third dream is a big black cobra. So go go ahead, Ezra. Tell us wow. tell us a little bit about what's going on there. Okay. Yeah, now since you brought that out about the white snake, mm -hmm. it's somebody that he's that he approves of. The color of white is approval. Uh, and mm. then the ceiling is opportunity. Ceiling mm. is opportunity. Wow. So the being approval. So it's somebody that he uh, gives permission to be in his life. And he goes around them. They come around him. Mm. Okay. Oh. So we wow. see the field is just everybody, a host of everybody have access to him. Now we narrow it down. It's people who he have lunch with. It's people who uh, opportunity. Uh, and then it's people who blends in. Mm. And then and the last one is it's the same thing as I have in the red. It says God wants to love him more each and every day. Now, check this out. Write this down. You that want to keep keep this information. We're still saying the same thing, but 
just like the horse, you know, we're in a different arena now. Yeah, and right. Snake, the, the, the cobra being called mean that he is compromising with somebody. As long as he danced to their music, they're called. They just stay there and they won't bother him. Mm. As long as you do what I tell you to do, I won't have to uh, get my shoes muddy. Mm. Okay? Oh, man. Yeah. But when the cobra comes uncalled, that means they're challenging him. Okay? Mm. So it comes out of the corner being called because maybe he's not participating or doing what the, they want him to do. And we're talking about people. We ain't talking about snakes. We're talking about two-legged people, mm-hmm. females, probably males or whatever. Some people is taking advantage of this young man. Mm-hmm. So there's some friction somewhere for the coral snake now to come uncoiled. Now looking at you eyeball to eyeball, which is a spirit of pride, arrogance Ooh. on the person's part. Now um, they're wanting... And, and, and my heart goes for this young man because they would not let him be his own person. Wow. They would not allow him and permit him to walk in his own personality and his own, have his own foundation and his own validation. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And his mm. own identification. There's somebody that's with a proud spirit that's dictating and controlling. Wow. Oh not good. God. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Not good. Oh my gosh. And so that's, man, that's a lot of information from just, you know, a couple of sentences of a dream, <laughs> but yeah. that's, that's the last one um, that we have from people that sent in those dreams. And so, I, I mean, I hope, I hope that everybody that, that yes. listens to this podcast can really understand. And I think it was powerful, Ezra, what you said a little bit ago about the fruit and about as soon as it gets cut off, it's dead. It's, it's dying. And so it it just shows you, shows us the importance of our our dreams mean something and getting them analyzed by somebody, you know, and getting them prayed over when they first Mm -hmm. happen is crucial to really understanding what, what God is trying to say in your life. And so, yeah, I'm, man, I'm just completely blown away. Yeah. I was just thinking, Ezra, could you talk a little bit more about activating and deactivating uh, just because whenever someone learns what their dream means, what's the next step for them? Okay. Um, If it's a positive dream, for an example, let's say you dream that um, you are riding a horse in a freshly plowed field. Okay. The freshly plowed field is a symbolic is symbolic of you can plant corn, watermelon, whatever, your choice. Mm-hmm. The horse is power authority, as we learned last week. So if you see that, you you want to activate that. Mm-hmm. So you there's a word that we use, it's called decree. Mm-hmm. And there's a word, uh, decree is that when you command, and there's another word that we call uh, declare, which you announce what you have decreed. So a person that have a dream like that, you begin to say, uh, get you some scriptures and, and you begin to say, um, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Hmm. Uh, I have been made the righteousness of God. I will walk in the power of God. Hmm. And you basically, you just kind of build yourself up. That's what activation is. is, is, is basically, you uh, need to make a deposit hmm. in your spirit. Okay. Wow. 
And yeah. that's what activation means. You make a deposit. So when, when you go to church, this is what church is all about. When people sing, worship, and praise mm -hmm. God, you're making a deposit. You can't make a withdrawal without a deposit. And so mm -hmm. activation basically means you're going to make a deposit. Mm. Deactivation, on the other hand, another word that I like to use with deactivation is dismantle. Mm. Okay, you can take a four feet tall lady with working for the, the Lawton Police Department and given enough time, if an 18-wheeler truck if, if is, is coming, she don't wait till the last minute, but she can stand out if she's in her uniform and got her badge, four feet nine or whatever, she can stand up and hold her hand up like that. Mm -hmm. and don't have to have her, her gun through that trucker given that he see her he will stop why because of the uniform mm. and wow. that's what we call power authority because mm. of the power and authority of the badge she has the right to stop traffic yeah wow. but you may say the light is green i don't care i tell i, I when i hold my hand up for you to stop my authority takes over mm. <laughs> the wow. president of the signal. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So Why good. did I say that? Okay. It's like the devil has power. And one thing that I try to educate people, a lot of people do not understand the devil. They want to say that he doesn't have any power and he's powerless and he don't know your future. I'm here to tell you, the devil has been around as long as dirt has. And he, I, I, I am no match to him. And that's mm -hmm. why, uh, Book of Colossians, uh, I've got to be hid in Christ, okay? Because the devil is powerful, but God is all powerful. And so we strip him of his, uh, his authority through the word of God. I have to stand and apply the word of God on my case or mm -hmm. in my defense. And so when you deactivate or, uh, or dismantle his strategy, if you, say if you have a dream and you dismantle it, that you would say something like this, Satan, the Lord God rebukes you in the name of Jesus. Mm. I cancel any and all of your assignments in the name of Jesus. No weapon formed against me shall prosper for greater is Jehovah Jireh that is with me than he that's in the world. I can do all things because righteousness has been imputed mm. unto me. That that's, that's a deactivating prayer mm -hmm. when you say wow. that you dismantle him and it's just like the lady that i just told you was a police now if she gets in her regular clothes and take her badge off and take her billy club and don't have her car and she's in a, a regular car and she leave her badge at home and she don't have none of that and mm -hmm. she tell you to stop you gotta like hey lady get out of my way yeah, <laughs> yeah. right yeah she's been dismantled because her mantle is at home. Mm. Wow. Wow. That's so wow. good. Yeah. And that, yeah, that just brings everything. Uh, I mean, kind of just brings it all up. This in where you talk about, you know, dreams can have the, you know, the, the ability to be activated, or there's the ones that aren't necessarily like the snake dreams that you gotta, you gotta deactivate those things and, mm -hmm. and, you know, sever the ties uh, yes. you know, in, in the natural mm -hmm. of what's, of what the Lord's trying to show you in the mm -hmm. supernatural, yeah. but oh yeah. my gosh, mm. Ezra, thank you so much, sir, so for, for the second week. Listen, everybody, we're, we're going to, we're going to go ahead and stop this episode because the dream analyzation is done. Um, listen, you, we're going to put all of Ezra's information 
in the show notes. Once again, Mm -hmm. if if you, you know, if you found it to be a blessing, maybe you'll, you'll have a dream in the future. Ask God to give you a dream. Ezra like literally gives his phone number to almost anyone. So, (laughs) so you, you can feel free to contact him and, and go, you know, go straight to the source or you can come through us and we can forward things to Ezra. It doesn't matter. We just want everybody to get the realization of what it's like to have your dream analyzed yes. and therefore understanding what the Lord's trying to do as you're lying down. But we're going to call it, we're going to call it on this week's That's episode. So we're definitely going to have Ezra back on the podcast sometime oh, yeah. in the future. <laughs> <laughs> but sir, thank you so much for, for being a blessing to us and, and to our listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you for the opportunity. I Absolutely. appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, listen, everybody, we're, we're going to call it quits. So we'll see you right here. Same time, same place for a uh, piece of authenticity. We'll see you next time. See you later. Bye. All right. Bye-bye.